The following program is presented by the Far East Broadcasting Company because stories of people living out the gospel with their lives inspire all of us. FEBC, taking Christ to the world through radio and new media. Learn more at febc.org. I still remember when I was a young toddler seeing a TV meteorologist do his thing on, and going, he, he gets paid to do that? He gets paid to talk about the weather? And I said, well, I want to do that. He's a local TV weatherman who has a lot of fun on the job and doesn't hide the fact that he follows Jesus Christ with his life. Join us now for First Person, where you'll meet meteorologist Andre Bernier. Welcome, I'm Wayne Shepard. Just before we turn to the weather and a few more important things, please know that you can join us anytime online to listen to these first-person interviews. They are all archived at firstpersoninterview.com. Even better, our free smartphone app gives you access to the listening library and the ability to download any interview for on-demand listening. Just search your app store for first-person interview. I've heard Andre Bernier's name for many years, as he also serves as the weather reporter for some Christian radio stations in addition to his TV assignment. His winsome personality, combined with his training and experience, make him a very popular fixture on TV in Cleveland and Northeast Ohio. And when we had an opportunity to meet a few months ago, I invited him to join me for this interview as I wanted to know how God prepared him for his role. Wow. Uh, and that really begins at the almost at the very beginning when I was very, very young, I was uh, born to parents that uh, spoke uh, mostly French. They were French-Canadian. Now, I was uh -huh. born in the States, but uh, uh, they uh, decided to teach me French first. And so, my first language is French and uh, didn't really know a lick of English until I was about four years old. So, um, uh, I had a friend. His name was Paul, uh, and uh, he and I got together frequently. He spoke English. I spoke French. No big deal because you, you just kind of play in the, uh, in, in the mud pit and with your trucks and cars and have, have a grand old time. And that's what we did until one day. Uh, and this is, as told by my parents, uh, apparently there was quite a storm coming in from the west, and the skies grew very dark, and I apparently grew very concerned. And I kept looking at these dark clouds, and I got up and I said, Regarde les nuages noirs. And my friend said, Black clouds. And I said, Nuages noirs. And he said, Black clouds. And pretty soon we were in a little peewee fisticuffs. Uh, <laughs> and both parents came running over and f trying to find out what in the world we were fighting about. And uh, come to find out, we were saying the exact same thing. Black clouds means <laughs> nuage noir. And from that point on, uh, both my mom and dad noticed that I was always looking up at the sky. I was always asking what the temperature was, what's the weather going to do. And I was just fascinated with weather. This was when I was about three years old. And uh, Wayne, there's not a single moment in my life that I can ever remember not being fascinated with weather. So, to me, that was a gift. That, that was a Lord-inspired gift 
Mm-hmm. And that was what I was going to be doing. And and I loved yeah. it. I loved every second of it. Uh, learning about meteorology through my uh, toddler years, through my youth, through my high school years. And uh, I, that was my focus. I was going to be a meteorologist. And Okay. Uh, so obviously you had to pursue that mm-hmm. uh, as a student. Um how did how did that happen? Where did that happen? Uh, the The choice of colleges uh, it was somewhat limited. Uh, I was born in New Bedford, Massachusetts, uh, south coast, uh, south of Boston, near Buzzards Bay, uh, essentially at the western end of the Cape Cod Canal. And so, uh, looking for colleges, one of them that came up was MIT. They had a great meteorology program, uh, and the, my second favorite was way up in northern Vermont, up in the mountains, and I loved the mountains, and I loved wintry weather, so I, I applied there. I applied MIT. I actually got an interview at MIT, uh, but um, I uh, didn't quite cut the mustard for MIT, <laughs> so, but I got accepted um, at a number of colleges, but m- my choice was Linden State College, which is now University okay. of Northern Vermont. And uh, so that right. I was heading into the mountains uh, for four wonderful years of uh, of a college degree program in meteorology. Well, much like a major league baseball player who has to play in the minors, did you have to play in the minors, so to speak? To, I mean, not everybody who studies meteorology gets into television. Right? How did that step take place? Uh, that is a, a curious question. I knew I wanted media, meteorology. So when I was in high school, uh, when I was 15 years old, I contacted my local radio station, WBSM, in New Bedford. And I said, uh, I noticed you, you've got a weekday meteorologist, but you have no weekend meteorologist. Can I do your weekend weather? And, you know, this this 15-year-old kid whose voice had, hadn't changed yet, I really would like to do your radio. Um, and they must have felt sorry for me because I kept asking, and they said, no, not really. And then finally, the weekend DJ said, well, why don't you, why don't you come on the show? You can do a boat and beach report. And I said, Okay, you know, sure. So I would join him, and 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 I'm sure that I wasn't very good. I don't have tapes of it, thankfully. Uh, and um, uh, after that season was done, the summer was done. Then I said, "Well, can I now do your forecasts for for your weekend forecast for the newscast?" They could not get rid of me, and I just kept coming back. So at age 15, I started doing their weekend weather and was there for my entire uh, high school uh, period. And so that was my introduction into radio. And that's one of the reasons today I still love radio. That was my introduction Uh into media. Uh, What was your first television assignment? First one, well, it was uh, cable, uh, our uh, college had a cable uh, television station, and and right now they're actually award-winning uh, cable news outlet in northern New England, but it's based on campus. So that was my first introduction to TV. Uh, I knew I wanted to head in that direction. And then uh, as a senior a, uh, in meteorology, uh, 
wanting to get into the business, I started sending tapes all over the place last few years of my college career. And um, I, I was getting rejection letters left and right, and I thought, boy, I'm never going to get a job anywhere. And finally, I get a call from uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, news director, you know, saying, we loved your tape. And I thought, I don't even know what I sent you. <laughs> it's, but yes, I'm interested. I just need to get my foot in the door somewhere. And Okay. And you're a 20-something at this point? I am 21 and um, just before my 22nd birthday. And uh, so they flew me out for an interview. And they said, let's pop the tape in that you sent. I said, sure, because I don't know what I sent you. <laughs> And apparently, what I had sent them was exactly what they were looking for. They were looking for somebody who was interested and really knowledgeable in um, uh, in farming and and that kind of thing and and all of the drought indices. And that the one tape I sent them was was the one segment I did where I focused on all that. And so, you know, the Lord already directed my path by uh, by having huh. that one sent there because apparently that's where, where I was supposed to start. And that was my introduction okay. to TV weather. Okay, and I'm sure you made other stops in television along the yes. way. And uh, how many years have you been in the Cleveland market now? Uh, it will be 33 years now. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and that's a very, very long run for TV anything, mm -hmm. whether it's TV news, sports, or weather. Uh, so I am yeah. very, very blessed to to have um, to have had that kind of uh, yeah. career, Andre. I'm, I'm interested in hearing you say this because uh, I'm sure it, many times you have young people come to you and say, "How do I get to do what you do?" Mm -hmm. And obviously, you can't sum up you know a whole lifelong career in a few how-to steps. But it is interesting that many times God puts the seed in our hearts when we're young people, right? that we can pursue later. And I, I had that happen to me for radio, and I know it, now that it happened to you in your field as well. Uh, that's, a, that's a remarkable gift from God. It is the best one that I can possibly think of. Uh, and I think it's Acts chapter 17 that says he directs the people at their specific time that they were going to be born and the place that they were going to be born. I believe that. Uh, because of uh, I was born in 1959, so during the 1960s and 70s, I was in New England during those big snowstorms, and uh, and that was one of the things that prompted my my interest in meteorology, um, and you know I just look back and think what what a gift. I mean, there are people that uh, go into their 20s and 30s really not knowing what they want to do when they grow up, so to speak. Uh, but I knew when I was three. And uh, so it's it's a precious, precious gift. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Lord had some much bigger plans beyond that, which I did not discover until much later on. I thought that was just uh, what I was supposed to do. Yeah, in life, and that was uh, TV weather or meteorology in media. And I was going to bless people by helping them to prepare for the day. When we come back in a moment, we'll continue to get to know Andre Bernier and learn about his blog, Weather Jazz. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Ed Cannon. And as you know, situations around the world are changing quickly. Stay current with FEBC's ministry and get a deeper understanding of people who need to find hope. 
Hear how you can feel the pulse of God's Spirit moving through the hearts of believers dedicated to reaching the lost. Be sure you join me for the podcast until all have heard. Discover how the gospel is making a difference around the world. Search for Until All Have Heard on your favorite podcast platform or hear it online at febc.org. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather. And boy, do we have a lot of weather to talk about today. Well, that's Andre Bernier, our guest on First Person, from his vlog called weatherjazz.com. And we'll put a link to that at our website, firstpersoninterview.com. But Andre, you are a very busy man. And all of it is great fun. It's uh, kind of an outlet for me, um, a creative outlet, uh, because we'll do science and weather, yes, that's the primary goal. Uh, But periodically, I'll do off-topic things, uh, faith-based things, uh, and just things that are just plain old fun. Uh, We had uh, recently in December, uh, Iceland's top uh, popular music artist, uh, Jon Jonsson, uh, who, because I enjoy music, and uh, and so we had him on the, the podcast. So it kind of ventures all over the place, uh, but uh, current conditions on Monday and a, a science-related one on Wednesday, and we do kind of an open line Friday where it can be anything. Yeah. Well, I know our first-person listeners will be interested, and you'll find the link to Weather Jazz on our page, First Person Interview. Com. You have such an interesting life. You know, I was talking with a, a Chicago-based media personality one time who's a believer working in a secular environment, and he said to me, you know, I really wish that I could uh, be in Christian media. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? God has placed you in a very unique position to do what you do and represent him in the marketplace. Don't give up on that thought that uh, you are where God wants you to be. Do you see that to be true in your experience? with increasing measure over time. Because recently, in fact, one of the interviews I did on on Weather Jazz, my podcast, was uh, a gentleman by the name of Jacob Wyckoff. And uh, Jacob Jacob now works at WBZ-TV in Boston. And uh, But he grew up in Northeast Ohio, and I do remember him calling me periodically saying, you know, how do I get into the business? How do I start studying meteorology? How do I do that? And Unbeknownst to me, he was watching the fact that I was incorporating my faith into uh, my daily life. And uh, mm. he, he says, thank you so much for showing me that you can be a faith-filled person and be on secular television doing a weather forecast. And I said, well, when did I do that? And so he explained to me, and he was watching, and he came to the station and, and uh, watched the way I operated. And uh, he said, you gave me a lot of inspiration that I can do the same thing. So, yeah, you can be a person of faith and, and be exactly where God wants you to be. And you don't have to be right. in a Christian ministry in order to have a huge impact for Christ. Right. 
But you make yourself available to Christian media as well, because I know radio stations, for instance, your voice is on stations as the as the weather right, guy. Right, right. And uh, that has been the case for almost 25, almost 30 years, really, now. Uh, I do a, a Christian station here in Northeast Ohio in Wadsworth and uh, was on Moody Radio uh, a number of uh, times and uh, as well as in Canton, a few other places as well. So uh, doing weather most of the time, but um, periodically as needed, uh, perhaps uh, a, a word of encouragement for someone out there. Yeah. Even those who know you may not realize you are ordained. Tell me about that experience. Well, back it up and just tell me about your relationship with Christ and when that came about. I was always a person of, of faith, but um, uh, I really started my journey uh, here in Northeast Ohio about 32 years ago when I rededicated my life to Christ. I realized I wasn't following him. And it was time. It was time to get serious. I was in my upper 20s, joined a church, and was really uh, was plugged in, was really uh, digging into Scripture and enjoying it, enjoying being part of a faith community. And um, apparently the pastor saw something in me uh, and uh, said one Sunday, he said, uh, I- I'm going to go on vacation uh, next week. How'd you like to, to deliver the, the sermon? And I said, "Oh no, thank you. No, no, I'll just—I'll I mean, just be very happy to sit and enjoy. And whoever you get is fine." And and he goes, "Well, it's too late. You're already in the bulletin." Oh my goodness! <laughs> but he said, "No, Neo, not to worry. I'll—I'll I'll help you, and I'll help you develop a, a message." And and uh, and he did. Do you remember what the message was? Uh, actually, I do. And it was a message based on just one verse of scripture. And it was about uh, don't be on the fence, uh, because if you're on the fence, you're really not uh, not really a Christian, because if yeah. you're on the fence, you're going to get knocked off on the other side. Right. Um, lukewarm, right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, don't be lukewarm. Don't be a fence rider. And that was my first message. And I still remember getting up there. Wayne, I've been in television now for 40 years and i know where this is going yeah i've been on national i've been on national television i was i was on the weather channel when the weather channel first was on the air uh, for the first three years um in big markets minneapolis uh cleveland and and other markets as well and so you have millions of people watching and it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. but when i first went into this pulpit in a relatively small church that seats, you know, 150. I was looking at those people, and then I'm looking at the Word of God, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome responsibility, yeah. Yeah, you're, I was nervous. I was more nervous then than, than I was any time on the Weather Channel. because exactly you're, what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you're handling God's Word, mm-hmm. and you don't want to mess it up. And uh, But it was during that message, that first message, uh, probably somewhere about halfway in between, and I still remember, I can hear, not audibly, but I, I heard him in my spirit saying, 
this is what I prepared for you to do because you were not a very good orator. So I had to prepare you in television so that you could be a good, a better orator, a better communicator uh, for what I really had planned for you, and that is to present the gospel to people. Yeah. Sometimes we have to be pushed, don't we? Oh, without a doubt. And in ways that you don't think um, have anything to do with your faith yeah. journey until it happens. Yeah, it causes us to rely on the Lord because uh, we realize we're at the end of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I, exactly. I know exactly of what you're what you're talking about, Andre. Uh, you are married to another meteorologist. You two sit around and talk about the weather all the time. <laughs> We do, and uh, uh, we have one son, and uh, so uh, when when my wife and I sit around the uh, dinner table and start talking about uh, some of the technical aspects of meteorology, our son just kind of rolls his eyes and go, "There, you know, there they go again." <laughs> How did you meet your wife? Uh, it was in college uh, at Linden State College. Uh, Sally was one year behind me. And um, so uh, I uh, started dating her there, and and uh, we continued uh, until we were married in uh, 1987 in Minneapolis, and and uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. Now Sally's been in television uh, as well too. Yeah, uh, here in I Cleveland. read about that. Mm-hmm. I read about that, and I read that you're both pilots. Ah, very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both pilots. So is that, yes. a, is, is uh, that a, a hobby that you pursue now? Uh, not at this stage in the game, but uh, once you get your pilot's license, it's still good. You just have to, to get current. Uh, right now, we're mm-hmm. both not current. Uh, we had plane for a while. Our son was also learning how to fly, so it was all in the family. Well, Andre, it's been a delight to get to know you just briefly this way. We have some mutual friends, and they've been telling me about you for years uh, and I, I really look forward to this opportunity, so thank you. But I'm just wondering uh, if you have a word of encouragement for someone who perhaps is struggling vocationally right now. It doesn't matter if it has anything to do with media or television or weather casting, none of that, but just struggling vocationally and looking mm-hmm. for the Lord's leading. Any advice as we wrap up our conversation? Sure. Uh, that would be to follow your passion. You know, Everybody really does have a passion, and uh, you have to find out what it is. You know what? Uh, what starts your fire? Uh, what what gets you up in the morning? Uh, whatever that might be, and start seeing uh, what you can do to put that into motion for your for your life career, whatever that might be. Uh, for me, I was very blessed to have known since I was three or four years old what I wanted to do. In fact, I I still remember when I was a young toddler seeing a TV meteorologist do his thing on, and going, he, he gets paid to do that? <laughs> he gets paid to talk about the weather? And I said, well, yeah. I want to do that. I have a feeling it's more than the pay that keeps Andre motivated. What a treat to hear the faith story of Andre Bernier, known to many in Northeast Ohio as the weather guy on TV. If you joined us late on radio and want to hear the full story, please go to firstpersoninterview.com to stream this entire conversation or use our free smartphone app, First Person Interview. And we will have a link on our website to Andre's blog that addresses the weather, science, and much more. It's called Weather Jazz. The link can be found at firstpersoninterview.com. 
Much thanks to the Far East Broadcasting Company for making today's program possible. Have you listened yet to FEBC's Until All Have Heard, a new podcast? You can listen on many podcast platforms and febc.org. Now, with thanks to my friend and producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for First Person. First Person.